0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, everyone. So good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time frame you're listening to this podcast here on another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I'm your host, Shane Lakita, and times are heavy. Times are tough. Times are, they weigh us down. All the things that are going on around us right now can really start to close in on you and make you feel like the world is coming to an end, right? I mean, I've heard that from some of the religious prognosticators that have basically said that the times are now and all these different things. But even if you're not religious, it feels like it's just a crazy time we're going through right now right? All the things that we're going through, whether it's through a racial divide or political divide or viruses or illnesses or deaths or famine or everything in general, locusts, all kinds of stuff, right? Across the world, all around the world, we've got so much going on and we're all just trying to put one foot in front of the other to be the best version of ourselves. I mean, think about that what was it? Six, seven months ago, we were living in a space where we were just trying to be better. We were trying to either lose weight or trying to be better or try to get job promotions or try to improve on your run times or life just seems so much simpler just six months ago. Where we sat back and we said, Okay, I know what I gotta work on. I know what I've got to be able to do and I'm just gonna keep on fighting and 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 do the best that I can and be the best version that I can be and keep on moving forward. And then six months later you have all of these other things, these emotional, these crazy, upsetting things that happen all around us, and all the while, we'll still keep our eye on the prize to continue to move forward. Now, at the end of the day, I could easily tell you that it's all going to be all right. I could sing Bob Marley, step back and say, every little thing is going to be all right. Right? I could I, I, I could do that. But... That's more about that unicorns and rainbows attitude that I give sometimes about just living in this positive space. But I'm a positive realist, guys. I do believe that things will be okay. And I do believe that we are going to come out better on the back end. And I do believe we're going to learn from the things that we've done wrong and learn from the things that we've done right. And I do believe we're going to be better for it. Societal, United States, everybody will be better For all the things that we're learning and we're navigating through. But is it easy? No, it isn't. Will it be easy moving forward? Absolutely not. Will it take change if you want change in government or change in politics? Will it take you to go out and place the votes? Yeah, probably. Or if you side the other way, to place the votes to continue moving forward. Whatever side of the spectrum you lay on and whatever place that you're at, we're so divided that we need to learn to come together. And I really believe that we're gonna learn from this. No matter how angry or how hateful or different stuff seems right now, we're going to come through it better on the back end. But here's the thing, sometimes it's not just as easy as flipping a switch or marching in a rally or staying in your house away from viruses, it's not just that easy because a lot of other stuff goes on in our heads and a lot of other stuff goes on in our lives that make it a little bit more difficult than just that simple gesture or that simple thing that we can do to fix whatever problem it is that we are experiencing or anything like that. We need to understand that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to have feelings about things that you might not have ever had in your life because conversations are happening and things are happening all around you, right? But here's the thing. It takes work, guys. And sometimes, as many of you have known on this podcast, I have said a thousand times before, I am not a clinical doctor. I am not somebody that can diagnose anybody with anything. I am not somebody that can give you a prescription to anything you need to do except for a whole lot of love and a whole lot of care, and a whole lot of encouragement. That's my. I'm a doctor of love, encouragement, and those kind of things. But at the end of the day, sometimes we may need to go get help. Maybe we do need to go see somebody. Maybe we need to reach out to people to be able to get the help that we need, especially during times like this. You can read statistics all day long, all across the board about male suicides and female suicides and the black community suicides and all this different stuff that we got going on because people aren't getting the help that they need and they're not diving into the true problem and the true root cause of the issues that we have at hand, right? And so if I am a human being and I wanna be tough and I wanna be nails and I wanna be ready to go and I think that I need to be to fit in that mold to support my family, to support the people around me and all this different stuff, I don't have an outlet to go to to be able to exercise some of those internal demons. It could be, it could mean trouble. It could mean problems. It could mean health related issues. All this different stuff. The stress can really start to weigh me down. So, my recommendation to anybody that is having thoughts of depression or thoughts of being down in the dumps or thoughts of suicide or anything like that, I want you to understand go get the help that's necessary, make the phone calls as a suicide prevention hotlines and do the things that are necessary for you to do to get the help that's necessary before it's too late. Now, why am I so heavy right now on this podcast? Because I feel it's necessary to talk about. Most of my podcasts are all about positivity, living in the space of where we're at and really continuing to move forward. But the true meaning of this podcast, right here, this episode, right here, is you never know what's going on in another person's life. That's the theme of this podcast, and I'll share why I'm going down this direction. A couple situations happened to me over the last couple weeks, and I was having conversations with folks, people that I thought had it all together, people that I thought were like just all wrapped up in a bow, ready to go, and 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 were taking everything with a grain of salt and ready to go. But these conversations led to more conversations and dialogue and some really rich, rich conversations that we had with each other about depression, about sadness, about anger, about how do I teach my kids these things? How do I know? What direction to go in? How do I know that if I went down a certain road politically for so many years, but now I just feel like I can't go down that road anymore and I want to be able to flip the switch to go a different direction? Is that right? Is that wrong? All these questions that we have across the board. It's so interesting because I thought some of the people that I was having these conversations with were so well put together. They were so just that surface level aspect of it just seemed like they had it all together and I was the one that was having the issues. So I was like, man, I, I, you know, I got to get my stuff together. But with dialogue and conversation and opening up and really conversing about things that matter, we understood each other that we all struggle. Every single one of us have a a place that we live in that we struggle with. And whatever whether you find your passion or that light that you need to get through through a doctor or through religion or through reading or scriptures or spiritual or yoga or whatever it is that you find, once you can find that medium for you to be able to go to, to vent, to be able to release the tension and release all those bad things out of your brain, out of your mind, out of your heart, your life is only going to be better moving forward. But you got to find it and you got to be open and receptive to going to get it there are so many resources that are out there for folks that are on the verge the people that are going down that road of depression or having those thoughts that they don't want to be around anymore so i want to share an email that was sent over to me from a friend of mine okay good buddy of mine i met him on the application called TikTok. now this guy he gets out there and lip syncs a lots of stuff. He he does all kinds of movie scenes, videos, music, all kinds of stuff. Has an upbeat personality. Really looks like he's got it all put together, and he's ready to go. So he and I he and I have had lots of dialogue with each other around our veterans' time frame, right? So he was a also a Navy veteran. He was a corpsman, so he was basically in the medical fields, helping Marines and Navy guys go through the things that they had to go through, all, while, all the while being a corpsman, expecting that he's going to stay in for a full 20 ride and do his things and retire and, and just ride off into the sunset. And it was interesting because we've had many conversations between the two of us around our personal journeys and the struggles that we've had since we both have gotten out of the military and then the need for the support of our military members as, as we've gone and done our things and and stepped outside the realm. So I want to share this with you because there's some pretty deep parts here, but I want to share the story with you, okay? And this is something to be able to take a look at. If you ever saw him on there, his um his his username on TikTok is the underscore DOC, at underscore DOC, or the doc, right? Because he was a corpsman in the Navy like I opened with. <laughs> so a good guy, his name is Ty, Ty Watson, all right? So he shared a little bit of his story. He was talking a little bit about how um, after he got out of the Navy, he had a former Marine buddy of his that had killed himself. And when he got home, he wanted that he had all these different reflections and all these different things that he had going through his mind. And he felt like in his mind, he could have done something a little better or more for this individual that, that he had lost a, a friendship that he had lost in the past. So he had shared some of the signs around the fact that his friend was distant his friend really kind of separated himself out and how Ty felt that he he could have been a better resource or a better individual or friend to be able to reach out to them and be able to make these things happen and he didn't so there's a guilty conscience that lives there there's a there's a way that he feels that he could have done more so he took his thoughts down and he and he and he wrote them down. And so what he did was he emailed them to me and he said I want you to I want you to read this and I want you to think about it and I want you to help me spread the word. I want you to help me to be able to get the message out there that that we can we we can be okay. And even when times get tough, there is a light at the end of every tunnel. We just have to find it and get the help that we need to be able to do so. So I'm going to I'm going to share some of these snippets of this email because I feel like it's relevant. It's relevant towards the mental health of where we're at. It's relevant towards how normal people of where we're at and what we're doing feel certain ways about things and how they keep moving forward. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm just gonna read, I'm gonna get right into it. I'm gonna read the email that he sent over to me to share his story with me to be able to talk it through and give me the ability to be able to share it so that way it can help others and give him a voice along with all those that may not have a voice, okay? So this is pretty much right after he had gotten out of the military, but it's going to kind of go into the details of that as well, okay? All right, so here we go. I wanted to share something personal that not many people know about me. I've been thinking of sharing this for some time now, but was scared to show such vulnerability. As hard as it may be for me to share this after losing another brother in arms, maybe it's time to share it. I've been through some trying times during my short lifetime, ups and downs, what I thought was complete rock bottom, then to the top again. But nothing prepared me for getting out of the Navy. From the age of 19 through roughly 34, my life was spent dedicated to the Navy and the Marine Corps. I wasn't always the best corpsman, but I always found a way to reach my goal and move forward. That was until the day I found out that I didn't get promoted and would be forced out due to HYT. Nobody else's fault but my own and no excuses for it. I didn't it didn't feel real at first, almost like it wasn't really going to happen. But once my family and I moved to Chicago, it really set in. Then depression hit me like a brick to the face. I don't know what to do or how to move forward. Or I didn't know what to do or how to move forward. I was given a great opportunity for a full-time job almost immediately after moving something not all veterans have been lucky enough to receive. Yet, I felt out of place and lost. I didn't want to meet new people and establish any types of friendships. My family and friends were in uniform. They were the only ones who knew me, the only ones who understood me. The weird thing was, I didn't want want to see any of my friends, let alone speak to them. It hurt too much to even see them and their accomplishments on social media, let alone face-to-face. I thought for sure I let them down and I couldn't face them. I felt like I disappointed my leadership who dedicated any amount of time on me and making me better. I felt I had lost everything that defined who I was. I felt like I failed at my life and the last 14 years were a waste and that I had nothing to show for it but a few ribbons and some farewell gifts. I blame myself constantly. I fall asleep thinking about it and I wake up thinking about it. When I looked at myself in the mirror, all I saw was failure. In my eyes, I was a failure. I was in a place I wasn't familiar with. I felt no love, no joy. My heart felt dead and my mind was lost in a dark world. I tried to just shrug it off as any major life change, like the one my family, like the one my family and I just went through would be difficult for anyone. But I became more lost and I felt like the darkness was no longer just a place, it was swallowing me whole. I felt completely alone and I no longer wanted to live. I didn't have a plan or an idea or even a how I wrote three words down on my phone and it scared me so badly that I immediately regretted it and deleted them, but I still felt empty and alone. I felt I needed to just be gone. I remember a moment where the thought had hit me harder than just creeping in. This time it was so loud that it hit me to the core and I began to shake. I almost broke down right there on the steps. I was outside smoking. I stood up and went inside. And as I walked through the door, my daughter, who was four at the time, was on the floor watching TV. And as she was when I walked by her to go outside. But when I came in, she jumped up, gave me the biggest hug and said, I love you, daddy. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was gone for a long period of time. She even said something to me as I was walking out the door, and before I could even respond, she was back on the floor watching TV. My daughter saved my life that day. I became angry at myself for thinking so selfishly to just take the easy way out and leave that type of pain for someone else to deal with, not just for a moment, but for the rest of their lives. Since then, I found a counselor that does help me. Although a stranger, I'm able to cry, yell, be angry, be sad, and and express all those emotions without fear now. And I've learned a lot, and I've learned to not feel like a failure, but instead enjoy the memories and the time I spent with my fellow sailors and my fellow Marines. Also since that time, I was promoted at work all within two years of being with the company. My wife and I bought a house in an amazing neighborhood and I began new friendships with people who may not understand where I came from, but still cherish my friendships as those who in uniform do. They've become my family. It didn't happen overnight. It took quite some time, but I feel like myself again. I feel happiness, I feel joy, and most importantly, I feel loved. I was lucky. I was lucky because that day God reached out to me and spoke to my daughter and saved my life. Others were not as lucky and let that darkness consume them to take theirs. There is a light in the darkness. And though it's difficult to find at times, I promise you it is there. And if you ever need help finding it, please don't be afraid to ask myself and many others who will help anyone who feels lost no matter what. To my Marines, once your dock, always your dock. To my fellow sailors, once your shipmate, always your shipmate. Semper Fi. So guys. Pretty heavy, right? But reality, I want you to think about some of the things that he talked about there. Through his darkest time, he knew that he was at a point where he probably shouldn't be thinking the way that he was thinking. He knew that he was at a point where he was going down the road, that he was going to. If, if, if he was going to go through with what he was thinking about doing at that moment in time because of the amount of pressure and the amount of depression and the amount of angst and the amount of PTSD or leaving the military or anything like that, whatever it is, he knew that that was a wrong decision, but it overwhelmed him. And he was still having those thoughts and he was still going down that road. The amount of our military veterans that come back from war situations is even worse because these guys all have seen the worst of the worst, the worst of humanity, the the wartime situations, and then they're expected to come back and just roll down the road and be card-carrying members of society and to be okay and to be able to move that forward, right? Right? I'm even tying it back to right now the PTSD that we're going to see from a lot of our hospital workers and the people that are on the front lines right now with all these COVID cases, and they're sitting next to people dying left and right who are the last people that they see because they couldn't have their family by their side to be able to do so. The PTSD and the amount of trauma that these folks are going to go through as they're going through all these situations is going to be overwhelming. And we won't know the effects of that until further down the road. So here's the, here's the key that I want to bring to the table here. I loved where Ty had said in there, there is a light. You have to find it. So this could be relevant to anything. Not as dark as suicide, but even just as dark as depression or being down in the dumps or being somebody that is feeling bad about themselves or your own worst critic or somebody that has been abused all their life or whatever else that you're trying to be able to go through. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and there's a light right there in front of you. You just have to find it. Now, like I opened with, this doesn't mean just to put on a happy face and be able to say, okay, kumbaya, and I'm ready to go. Sometimes it takes things like counselors. Sometimes it takes things like medical professionals to be able to help you. Sometimes it takes things like medicine to be able to help get the brain synapses and all the little things that are going on in your brain in the right frame of mind and get the, it, it it clarify and, and really move you forward. Sometimes it does take all of these things. But you have to go find it and you have to be willing and you have to be ready to be able to accept it if you're going down this road. And sometimes we don't even know what's happening around us, but we can read the cues and listen to people around us. I opened right up with this podcast by saying we are in a difficult time, right? It's really tough. It's tough to be able to put on a smile and a positive face when you see the news every single day and all you see is negativity and hate and all these different things that we see across the board. It's really difficult, right? We, we're living our lives, trying to be the best versions of ourselves, continuing to try to shoot for our goals, no matter what's happening around us. We want to, con- cause those don't go away, right? Our goals, our aspirations, who we want to become, all those things don't go away just because we're on pause and we're stuck inside for due to viruses and stuck inside because we don't want to be out during looting and whatever else that's going on. All these things that are happening all around us, we have to remember Our goals don't leave. So we've got to make sure that we can continue to push forward. But sometimes we need help doing it. Sometimes we need lifelines. Sometimes we need a friend that will be able to Hear us. If you don't want to go see a medical professional, how about a friend, a positive friend, not a negative friend, guys. You all know who I'm talking about. Not those ones that are going to crawl around in the muck with you and get right there in the mud with you and and, and, uh, complain and be right there with you. No, a friend that will listen, that will do more listening than talking and will be there for you to rest your shoulder or your head on their shoulder because you need somebody to listen to you. The light is out there. We just got to find it through friendships, through family, through professionals, whatever it is that it takes you to go that's a healthy realm of doing. Have it in your back pocket during for those times that, that, that will come up and the times that we're going through right now. How about all the parents that are out there right now? Having to explain the world we're living in, and the things that are happening, and have conversations with your children about everything, and it's all fast-forwarded, right? It's like coming out of a shotgun, basically flowing fast and furious, and we've got to have conversations and sit-downs with them and really understand what the reason that you're actually out of school right now and we're doing all this homeschooling. There's actually a reason why you're seeing people march and protest about racial inequality, all these things. We have to have these conversations and dig in. There's no there's no playbook, is there? There's no handbook because if there is, I want it. But there's no handbook to having those conversations with your kids, so the pressure is on. And parents are just parents. If you're first-time parents, you don't know like this isn't we've never done this before. We've never been through anything like this. So you got to find your outlet. Maybe you know of some parents that actually have already had their conversations with their kids. Maybe you need to be part of a parental focus group or some sort of chat room that parents can go on there and talk about what their conversations are looking like and, and the ups and downs and what things to be prepared for. Guys, there's many different options for us out there that we can get help, we can reach out, we can feel loved, we can feel appreciated, even during a time when you think that it's not possible. And any call to action for folks that are at home that aren't necessarily on the front lines of our medical professionals or aren't out on the front lines doing the protesting because they can't, maybe they have little ones, maybe they have different stuff going on. Well, listen, you could still make a difference in people's lives in different ways. Reach out to those folks that you know are in the trenches. Reach out to those folks that are going through all the things that they need to. Imagine how Ty, in this email, would have felt if he had reached out a little earlier with his Marine friend because he feels guilty about that. So now's the time. If you know somebody, then maybe they're getting quiet or maybe they're not really expressing themselves. And a lot of times it's predominantly with males. Anybody on this podcast knows males. I've talked about it before. That males are this machismo, we don't talk about our feelings, we don't want to look vulnerable, we don't want to be the guy, we don't want all that stuff. So you got all these different avenues that you're going to, all this noise going on in the world, and a man, nine times out of ten, doesn't want to talk about it because they don't want to seem weak. And they don't want to feel like or seem like they don't have things under control. Which is totally the opposite of what we should be doing. Because you have feelings just like anybody else does. People that have feelings are not weak. As a matter of fact, if you express your feelings and you talk about the things that are there, I find that to be a, a, a sign of strength, not weakness. But it's tough because society doesn't make us that way. Society makes us in a way that we just keep going down the road and we keep one foot in front of the other and we keep on trucking without actually stopping to think of what kind of shrapnel has been going on in your brain or what kind of depression you might be feeling or the, the impact that it's had on your sleep or your family or your loved ones or anything around you or your work or anything. We don't realize these things a lot of times when we're in the middle of it. Sometimes it's too late. So being aware and having a conversation like I'm having right here on this podcast is super, super important. And if anything, you take the conversation that I'm having right here, you listen to it together with somebody else for them to also know that they're loved and they're cared for and they have avenues and we have fixes in place. We've got hotlines, we've got professionals, we got med- medical people that can help, volunteers, counselors, any of the stuff. We're in a tough time. But all we got to do is be the light. And find the light. If you're in a place where you're pretty good in these situations, then be the light. Be somebody that's there for somebody else that maybe aren't showing all the signs of some of that depression. But you know there's something wrong. Or you know there's something just not right. And you want to be able to reach out to them. Take them out to coffee. Take them out to dinner. Sit down with them. Open up that dialogue. Really try to build that trust level for you to be able to be there for them at that moment in time. Or just... just clearly walk over to them and give them a little bit of a maybe an outlet or an avenue or a counselor's number or something like that to be able to keep moving forward because i think the long-term effects of some of the things that we've gone through with the whole covid and all that stuff i think the long-term effects aren't even in it yet they're they're literally stuff that we're going to be able we're going to be experiencing down the road with the PTSD, the long-term effects, the kids that are growing up in this space, all the things that we're going to be going through. How about all the kids that aren't in school and then when they go back to school, then the, the the world is going to be different. It's all changed, right? Kids are it's not the same as what kids went through just 6 months ago. So we have to take that into consideration and we got to become the light for people to know that I'm here for you. I'm here to be the shoulder for you to to lean on. I'm here to be the ear for you to talk to and cry at or yell at. We need each other more than ever before. I mean, not that there's any other time that's worse or, or less worse. But right now, I just feel as we as human beings need to be there for each other, not against each other. We need to lean in and give resources, and lean in and make change, and lean in and make awareness. So, with all that being said, Ty, from me to you, meeting you on TikTok, having a conversation on the on offline, and then also know the plight that you've been through and the awareness that you want to create. And the things that we can do together to be able to continue to invest in our veterans, invest in people that need it the most, including yourself, including myself, when I got out of the military as well. I think that we can make huge change and huge difference. But I'm proud of you. I'm extremely proud of you for sending that over to me and having a moment with me to be able to say and feel confident enough and... Comfortable enough with me to be able to bring that to the table for me, for me to share with my audience and for that to spark some more dialogue, the dialogue that we need in the world today with everything. The only way that it starts is with dialogue to create the change. There are resources There are shining rays of light for us to be able to dive into when it comes to depression, when it comes to being down in the dumps, when it comes to PTSD, when it comes to all these things that we're talking about that are mental things that happen to folks, unfortunately sometimes without them even knowing that it's happening. We've got to make sure that we can continue to be the positive ray of light to help those that are in times of need and those prior to being in times of need as well. Share the love, guys. Let's get out there, spread some happiness, and let's do everything we can to make sure that we're just making impacts. One person, one one individual, one action, or just one thing at a time for us to be able to make a huge impact in the world. Okay, thanks. Talk later.